it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. This episode is sponsored by The Mimosa Room. It's not just a mimosa, it's an experience. Hi, I am super excited to share my interview with Sharon Freeman today. Here's a little bit of her bio. Sharon Freeman is a certified human resource consultant and career strategist coach who owns Sharon Denise LLC, an HR consultancy and career coaching company that provides an out-of-the-box solutions to small business owners looking for a fresh perspective on everyday business challenges. Prior to starting Sharon Denise LLC, Sharon worked as a corporate recruiter and resource business partner for nine years in the utility and healthcare industry. Sharon spends her time coaching professionals through career pivots, as well as developing HR strategies for small business owners looking to move their business from startup to expansion. Sharon is the president-elect of the board of directors of the International Coaching Federation, Michigan chapter. Enjoy our interview. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's Brandy Taylor, your host, and we have an awesome guest today, Sharon Freeman. Welcome, Sharon. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. So, Sharon, tell us something about yourself that most people wouldn't know. Hmm. Good question. Um, when I was nine years old, I was hit with a golf club on my face oh wow and I still have a scar oh wow Um, so some people ask me sometimes about my scar and they're like what happened and I'm like I got hit with a golf club and they're like really like it's unconventional story they're like where were you at that you got (laughs) accidentally hit by a golf club when you were nine like that's strange oh wow so um but yeah I was in in a friend's backyard and we were just playing with different things and somebody accidentally started swinging one and Next thing I know, I woke up. Oh, wow. So you actually passed out from it. Yes, yes. I actually passed out. (laughs) Oh, wow. So that's always my different, unique story that I like (laughs) to share that you never would conventionally think about a person that would happen. (laughs) Can I tell you something, though? So you got hit with a golf club, but I got hit by a motorcycle when really? I was about that age. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, riding my bike. So, like, I was riding my bike back and forth across the street. And I rolled out. And it was a motorcycle coming real fast. And I got hit. And I ended up breaking my leg. And I actually got up and walked to the other side of the street. And I had to be about, about you know, 9 or 10, somewhere in there when it happened. Wow. And I still have a, a huge um, lump on that leg. Oh, wow. Yep. So, of childhood. <laughs> So, yeah, we both were kind of, you know, yes. a little rough. <laughs> Ironically, I've never broken a bone. All no, my siblings okay. have. But I just, I mean, well, that's good. Story and still getting hit with the golf club. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is different, though, for sure. But I, yeah, 
I broke and sprained my leg several times as a kid, so I was terrible with that. <laughs> I did, I did. And I was like, my legs are just not going to be right when I get old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> so that's interesting. So what are like, what are like your, some of your hobbies? Like, what do you like to do in your spare time? I love to travel. I really, really like to travel. Um, I've been to five countries so far. Um, my last... Um, place that I visited was Dublin, Ireland earlier this year. So I definitely like to travel. I also like to go to museums and really dig into learning new cultures, learning new things. I'm a very curious person. Um, and I like to read as well. Awesome. Awesome. So what's interesting about you, I know you were in the corporate world and you recently left the corporate world, what, about four years ago, maybe? A couple of years ago. A few years ago. And I know you were, you have an HR background. And so tell us about, like, how did you decide to leave the corporate world working in HR? Yeah, so I had been in HR for around um, eight years. And I would say um, maybe five years ago, I started to get this itch that I should be doing something different. And I thought at the time that it was just that I needed to transition to like a new company, try like a new environment. Um, and so I did that. And I found that I was still getting this urge to try something new, try something different. So I ended up signing up to attend a uh, life coaching school. And I always say that the... Um, the first weekend that I went to the school, like face-to-face, uh, I went to the school in Chicago. Um, it was one of those life-altering experiences where when I came back, like I just wasn't the same. Um, and I think it was because for the first time in my life, I was actually around people that I felt like was like my tribe. Mm-hmm. Like similar experiences, they kind of thought the same, the outlook on life was the same. And I just never thought that there were people out there that were like me. So um, from there, I kind of just made the decision when I came back that I wanted to leave the corporate space and try something new. So um, maybe a month from there, I turned in my resignation to my boss. And this is around August 2016. And wow. I told her that I was going to be leaving the company at the end of the year. Wow. So did you have like an exit plan in place? Or did you just jump out there? Because I hear these stories all the time. Yes. So mine was a little bit of both. Okay. Um, I would say I knew that I wanted to do something different. So I did while I was in my coaching program. Um, I also hired a career coach. And what she did was she worked with me on my career transition and kind of provided some direction just kind of for me to figure out, you know, what, what, what my values were, what was important to me, what were my skill sets, um, and when I entered the relationship with her, my ultimate goal was by the end of the year, just to kind of have some direction of what my career goals would be or what my next steps were. Um, but I say that it was still kind of just out of nowhere because I didn't have a concrete plan on, okay, this is exactly what I want to do next. Or, you know, I know exactly I want to step into entrepreneurship, et cetera. It was just kind of like, I know I need to make a change. I listened to it. I did some legwork in terms of getting to know who I was, what I was good at, what I could have to offer. And then I said, I'll kind of take it from there. Awesome. So that was, you know, very brave um, just to step out. I did, you know, something similar um, when I stepped out. But 
I know when I first stepped out um, into entrepreneurship, even though my business was starting to pick up and everything, I felt a little fear there. And I felt like I was in the wilderness for a minute. Did you go through that at all? Yeah, I definitely think like when I first, like when I finally left corporate, I was no longer working. Um, I would say the first six, seven months, I definitely went through that a lot. Um, because being in corporate, especially working in HR for so long, you're around people, you're constantly putting out fires, et cetera. I was used to going, going, going every day like that. So then all of a sudden when you're stopped and you're kind of no longer on that hamster wheel, it's like, okay, what am I doing here? What is my purpose? Um, and, and, and what I like to say is there's always going to be some fear there. It's just like constantly going through the fear. So I still, you know, have those moments now where I still have to continue to push myself through that. Um, but it's definitely kind of a, it was a shock, at least for me, going from having a structured nine to five for X amount of years to all of a sudden a complete stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and trying to figure it out from there. I mean, I was one of those type of people who, like, even during vacations, I was still answering emails, taking calls, et cetera, like nonstop. Yeah, yeah. Well, it seems you've, like, kind of figured out the path. So now you're offering HR consulting and you're career coaching as well. So tell us a little bit about that. Yes. Um, so on the HR consulting side, um, what I found just with working with small business owners is that sometimes, um, you know, we're entrepreneurial, we start businesses, uh, we get clients, we're kind of in the middle of the things, and then all of a sudden we say, hey, we need people, or we need processes and procedures in place on how to manage the people that we have hired into our business. And so what I really do is um, I consult with small business owners on what, one, what that framework would look like for their company. Um, So how many resources they need? Um, Do they have the labor expense to really um, be able to hire the resources that they need? Um, What type of employees will they need? The type could be is is it contractors? Um, Is it W-4 payroll? Um, And I also make a thought system-wise on what that looks like for their business. Um, And then also just general HR consulting related questions as well. You know, how do I handle this employee issue, um, what type of policies may I need in place? Um, what are the state laws saying? Um, what are the city laws saying sometimes? Mm-hmm. So those are things that I tend to consult with small business owners on um, who may be in the thick of things, but they may not necessarily have taken a step back yet to really um, be able to research or look that information up to know kind of how to handle it in their business. Yeah, and so a lot of times, you know, small business owners, if they do have a team, it's not very many people, so it's zero to maybe a few, you know one or two people, and so they're handled. They're wearing many hats, mm-hmm. so they don't have all the experience that you have in HR. So what's interesting is you you left corporate America from working in HR, but you still are practicing HR, but on your own terms. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So how did you decide to just you know go that route with your entrepreneur? entrepreneurial career so one of the things that I noticed just throughout my career that was a common theme is that I've always liked helping people I've always like helping people advising people coaching people um in my HR corporate background I did that a lot with business leaders um at the companies that I worked for so since I liked that one aspect of it you know kind of tailoring that to the small business owner and having that direct point of contact 
um, was a way for me to kind of be able to still have that relationship and still offer those services that I really like. Because I really do like um, consulting and helping a business leader directly on HR uh, programs and policies. Awesome. I, I love that. That's very unique. I can't say that I've met, of course, I've worked in corporate, so I've met people in HR. Usually, you know, HR people are like in big corporations or they work for some type of company. I don't know a lot of people that actually offer consulting, but you were able to take what you learned in corporate and bring it into your own business. So that's great. So what about the career coaching side? Like, what do you offer on that side? Yeah, so what I do is I help people um, use their stories to land uh, the job um, of their dreams or that they're interested in. Um, And so I provide career direction. Um, I help people provide, I help people um, uh, start and determine their job search strategy if they're in the middle of a career transition. And then I also um, help people who are just looking to pivot in their career, and that can either be pivoting into a new career, pivoting into entrepreneurship. So people that have went through a similar situation that I have went through, they left corporate and now they're entering something new. Um, And I really like and I really enjoy that work. And it's similar just because I like building relationships with people. So it's a relationship management side. But it's also getting to know someone, getting to know their story, and tailoring that to the current you know, business world and how they can use those skills and how those skills and values can be of use um, in the world. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So, um, so how have you been able to partner those two aspects of your business together? Like, are you offering it, like you're just doing some HR consulting and then some career coaching? Are you offering them together? Like, can you tell me a little bit how that works for you? Yeah, most of the time they're separate. Okay. Um, so I would say, um, you know, my career coaching clients, I, I also do um, outplacement career coaching as well. Um, but it's a separate entity of my business. Um, and then on the HR consultant side, I, I solely focus on my niche, um, being a small business owners and kind of embedding those HR practices into their business and business model. Oh, okay. So who needs an HR consultant then? So I would say, you know, someone who needs an HR consultant, um, first want to start and take a look at where you're at in your business cycle. So I did a presentation about a month ago and it was in front of a group of people who were in a class and they were creating their business plan. Mm -hmm. And I honestly say that if you're at that point in your business, that's probably even a place where you need an HR consultant. Oh, really? Like when you're doing the plan? Yes. Because especially if you're going to be providing a service. Okay. Because if you're providing a service, um, or a product at times, um, especially if you need people. Um, like, for example, there were people in that class who were starting like a transportation service company, mm-hmm. um, or they were uh, starting like a child care company. You know, all of those different types of business ideas need uh, people. And so um, when you take a look at building the foundation of your business and the fact that you're going to need resources in order to get your business up and running, that's when you want to start to have those conversations and take a look at that even at the business model level. So those practices are already embedded in the model 
um, and you don't have to wait until you're two, three years up and running, stressed out. You're doing it all by yourself, and then you're scrambling trying to find people. You're scrambling trying to figure out what type of people do I have the money for it, etc. Um, nowadays, I know a lot of people, even when they're at the business plan um, level, um, they're also trying to secure funds as well. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have an HR consultant that maybe is that you tap into or you consult with to kind of figure out, you know, what those labor expenses may be, what those payroll expenses may be at that level, then you may not even know what type of funding you need in order to get your business up and running. Oh, wow. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. So from the start then, from the business plan, it's great to even think about it. So especially if you're already in business and you're looking to grow your business, maybe you've been a solopreneur and you're looking to add a team. So now you're hiring and like you say, you're doing those forms and all that legal paperwork. You're doing your Mm -hmm. W-4s. You're definitely going to need consulting for that, I know. So yeah, so so from the start to maybe you're looking to grow, or wherever you're at in your small business, um, you, you definitely there's a need for your services. Yeah, I would say from the start, and then also if you're looking to expand, mm-hmm. those are probably the two places just within the overall business cycle that um, I tend to reach and um, find that people definitely need help um, in terms of having an HR consultant on their team. And the way I like to advise people about this, think about it no different than when you're starting up your business and you might, you know, hire an accountant. Mm-hmm. Um, you might hire a um, marketing specialist. You know, HR is no different than all of those different entities. Uh, a lawyer, you know, it's that same type of consulting that you may need. The only difference is, is that we consult and I consult on the human side, um, including you yourself as a business owner or a human resource. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I also, you know, advise clients on, you know, how can they manage themselves better with their business, what they're taking a look at, what they're doing. So I think that sometimes um, small, especially solopreneurs, they forget that they are the business. They are a human resource themselves. Mm-hmm. And so having that consulting um, available for them as well is extremely helpful just in terms of navigating their business model and structure. This episode is sponsored by the Mimosa Room. The Mimosa Room serves more than mimosas. It provides a social experience, fresh ingredients, detailed mixology, and charming epithets make these craft mimosas unique. We combine an old-world sophistication with a modern touch. The distinctive craft recipes and services create an elegant ambience. The Mimosa Room is a wonderful way to produce an exquisite atmosphere out of any occasion. Drink, talk, and socialize. Here's to you. You can contact us at 586-330-0757, or you can email us at themimosaroom at yahoo.com. You can also reach us on Instagram at the underscore mimosa underscore room, or you can check out our website at themimosaroom.com. It sounds like it. Like like I said, it definitely sounds like something that is needed. It's not something that I hear often. And it's not something that I have a whole lot of experience with, but even just listening to you, I could see as a business owner myself where those types of things can, you know, help having someone consult you on those things when you come in. Because you can't Google everything and you can't do everything yourself and you don't know everything. And then when you're working alone, it's good to have somebody who has expertise in that area who can help you. Yeah, and and even in today's world, because I know there's a lot of people that have online 
businesses also. Um, but there's still implications, like I said, if you're even hiring like a virtual assistant and different things like that, you need to know, you know, what implications does that have for your business? What is what do state laws, et cetera, say about that if, when you're hiring or when you're firing that person? What are the implications? What can that look like for your business? So it's really having that additional person on your team to be able to provide their expertise on some of these different situations um, that may come up as you're navigating. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. But I know I hadn't really heard a lot about it, but you do have a tribe. Like, you have a community of people who offer the type of services that you offer, right? Yeah, I would say, um, and also as well, we have different people that do different things. Mm -hmm. um, so on the HR consultant side, you find some, um, their niche is companies and organizations and organization culture and so forth like that. Um, I do work at that level as well. Um, others, um, I have, um, they they own um, kind of like their small own small HR funds. So they will do the work for you in a sense. So that's say if you were interested in need to hire, you know, five or six people where I may consult you on, okay, let's develop this plan. What does this look like? These are the things that you need to consider. You know, there's other people in my community that I refer out that would literally do hiring for you. Mm -hmm. Um so there's a vast community of us that are freelancers, have a very depth of different expertise. I think that's one of the good things about human resources. A lot of people don't know that there's so many different aspects of it. And most of us come from corporate where we have mastered um, all of, a little bit of everything out of all those different areas. And when I say that, that can be compensation, training and development, um, employee relations, um, or we have a specialty in each area. So, for example, my specialty and where I started off in, in HR was talent acquisition and diversity. Um, and then also um, I was an HR business partner um, across different business sectors. So I know how to deploy different HR program, programs with business leaders um, in addition to having my specialty as well. Okay, great. So what are some of the misconceptions that people have about the industry? Because everybody may not know exactly what that is. So can you tell us a little bit? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I've found in my career is that a lot of business leaders, it doesn't matter if it's corporate or if it's small business owners, they think that they can do the work of an HR person. Um, oh, okay. And so what that means is they think that they can hire and it's just easy. You just find somebody, hire them. Um, they think that they can terminate. Just get rid of them. Terminate them. <laughs> um, they think that, you know, um, how you manage employees, they, they go off of just how they like to be managed or what right. their expectations are versus, you know, looking at the broader scheme of things, one being the law and what they say. <laughs> Uh, that's a big proponent. Mm -hmm. um, and two, um, also um, just looking at uh, the mitigating risk for their business. So in the HR world, we like to say that business owners um, or leaders in the organization, they're the big, biggest risk to companies because oh. of their general practices. Um, and there's actually a lot of documentation that supports <laughs> that as well. Okay. Uh, because a lot of times, again, when you are, you know, in that CEO role, um, or if you're a business owner, you're used to being in the in being and in, in the go and in the know and and doing everything. Um, 
and that's fine. Um, but a lot of times, again, they're not aware of the, the bigger uh, ramifications that can come with that when mm-hmm. you talk about managing your human resources, especially, I would say, just in the United States. Okay. Yeah. Well, I definitely learned something today. And um, you have definitely convinced me that there is a need for that, especially like within a for the small business owner. Yeah. So that is great. So I want to ask you some of the questions I like to ask everybody that comes on the podcast. So my first one is, what is the best business advice you've ever received? Mm, that's a good question. Never let anyone else manage your performance. Awesome. Now, elaborate on that. Okay. So I remember when I first started my career, um, one of my first mentors, she told me that. And what she said was, um, you always want to manage your own career, manage your own performance. You always want to be in the driving wheel. You never want anybody else to do that for you. Um, because you, you always be at the mercy of somebody else. And there's always... Um, I say if you're working a nine-to-five, there's always a new boss, a new colleague, a new objective, a new goal, um, a new rollout. So you want to be responsible for managing yourself, managing your career, and managing your performance. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. And that's different, but I like it. So uh, how would you, how do you define success? I define success as the freedom to create the life that you want. Enough said on that. (laughs) I like that. So tell me, what's your favorite business tool that you use? Google. Google? Products. Okay. Google Drive, Google Sheets, pretty much every Google product that you can think of. Okay. Okay. I use a lot of those things as well, so I can see Google being a great business tool. And um, one of the things you said in your hobbies was that you love to read. Um, I do too, so can you tell me uh, what's either your favorite book or what book you're reading right now? Oh, I would say the last book that I read was um, Jen Sonero, I believe her name is, um, How to Be a Badass at Making Money. Oh, okay, yeah. So that was a good one because I think a lot of times we don't look at like the um, the spiritual reasons or the deeper reasons why we don't think that we deserve abundance in our lives. Mm-hmm. So that definitely was a book just to kind of like take down those layers and kind of uh, think about it. And there's one affirmation that came from it that I just love that on my vision board that states, um, I love money because I love myself. I love that. Yeah. I actually got one. I, I read that one too. And there's one that she said the post, something about, I think it's money comes to me all the time. Or something like that. It was something that she said to post, and I posted it in the, um in my bathroom. But I I read that one too. It was uh what you are a badass at making money. Isn't yeah, that, I think that. Yeah, you are it Yeah, <laughs> it's something like that. But yeah, I do. Jen Sincero. Yeah, I I did read that one. That is a great book. 
Yeah, we all have to check it out. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So, how can people connect with you and find you and hire you for your HR consulting services? Yeah, so you can definitely reach me um, via email. My email address is Sharon, C-H-E-R-O-N, um, at SharonFreeman.com. Uh, I'm also active on Facebook as well um, at the same um, name, Sharon uh, Freeman. Awesome. Okay, great, great. So I'll also leave your information and in the show notes. So if they want to connect with you, they can. And um, do you have anything else you want to share with us today, Sharon? Just so that I'm excited and thank you for the opportunity to be on your podcast. And I hope that I have left some of you just with um, some knowledge to really think about you know, how you're embedding HR practices in your business, how you can embed those. Um, practices and structures into your business models um, and to definitely reach out uh, to me if you have questions um, or support. I'm more than willing and love to talk about the topics of HR and careers. Great, great. So do you have anything coming in a pipeline you want to share before we go or uh, just to follow me and, and keep up, um, I'm definitely looking at um, connecting with more people and also getting your ideas of things that you're struggling with, um, things that you would like to hear more about, um, just of how um, I can be of service more, um, and possibly looking at turning this information into a course as well. Awesome. Um, I'll be looking forward to that. Well, thank you so much, Sharon. You definitely share some awesome information about human resources that I didn't even know. And I think that anyone from, now that I know from the business plan stage on to a small business that's operating and looking to expand, could definitely utilize uh, HR consulting and HR services, as well as career coaching. Because, you know, everyone needs a coach. Even the best people have a coach. But, yeah, so thank you so much, Sharon. I really um, enjoy speaking with you today. And that's all I have for you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And as always, stay great. Thanks for tuning in to the Business Beauty Network podcast. Please subscribe and support our podcast. Please share it. Share it with your friends and family. Also, connect with us. We want to hear from you. Leave us comments. Let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast. Also, email us at bbnetworkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram at IamBrandyTaylor and at Exquisite Looks. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at Exquisite Looks. And you can check out my website at ExquisiteLooks.com. I really hope to hear from you and connect with you soon. Remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.